Chapter 10 Pitch Black Bright light flashed before Bart. Nothing gradual happened. His senses were shot. Everything shone in high contrast, and he was apparently running down the neon outline path without knowing what he was running from. Instantly, a deeper feeling of panic instilled in him, from a source unknown. He was thrust upon a wild foot race where no one chased him, and he ran towards nothing. The bright lights blinded him, and his feet swelled. Without a thought, he was off the path, now running towards pitch darkness. Bart ran until his heart gave out. He could hardly think through the dreaded gasps, struggling to pull himself to an upward-lying position. When he opened his eyes, the light smeared all around. He struggled to see through the brightness. He turned his head downward, desperately trying to block out the light. When his head turned away, he saw salvation in the distance. A path of pitch black void. Would he ever think that again? Wincing his eyes closed as hard as he could, he lifted his winded body off the floor agonizingly, barely making it to his feet. The flashes of bright light flurried all around him. Not quite smoke and not quite fog. He first hobbled and then shuffled towards the pieces of void, building into a run. But as Bart began to build speed, he tripped. His body crashed on the glassy black floor, paralyzing him once more. This time, he did not make an attempt to regain his feet. He laid there, defeated. He thought of his parents and thought of his sister. Perhaps this place was his fate, and he was really dead on the outside. Perhaps he was living in a nightmare, a punishment from God for his disabilities. He saw no reason to resume. This was as good of a place as any. The thought of his sister reappeared. She would never allow him to give up. She would never allow him to sit on the pitch-black floor to become his denise. She would help. She would save him. But Christine wasn't on her way. She was nowhere in this void-like wasteland. She was gone, except for her memory. And that is what brought Bart back to all fours, crawling his way towards salvation. Not for himself. For Christine. He crawled, inch by inch, wincing in pain, both on the outside and in. As the salvation of clear blackness made itself more apparent, Bart closed his eyes as hard as he could. His ears, too, were bleeding from the blaring noise in the bright, brash world around him. Was this what agony sounded like? Bart's hand laid inches away from the black void. He barely dragged himself through on his last breath before he felt he would faint. And the moment Bart crossed the threshold into the true blackness of the void? Silence. It reminded him of his room in the pitch darkness of night when he pondered the color black's existence. The absence of sound was nearly as daunting as its inundation. Bart took one deep breath and pushed himself upward to his feet. Everything was absolutely nothing. He began to walk in a nameless direction, void of path or reason. The nothingness unsettled Bart's nerves. So far, he'd been thrust plenty, with never a moment of relief. Was he supposed to be happy? Was he supposed to be suspicious? 
Curiosity and animosity collided. Struggle determines who we are, the enigmatic and nameless voice remarked, sounding as if Bart had not gone through a mere miniature hell all but minutes ago. He made every attempt to ignore it and resume his way. Sometimes we must find our own way, the voice continued, unwelcomed. You need to find your own way, Bart snapped back. For his first insult, Bart actually felt proud. Who here is off the path? He hadn't expected such a comeback from the voice. Till now, he'd consider it an aloof figure, uninvolved and yet integral to this void-like landscape. As if on command, figures began to pop up all around Bart. They formed from an ethereal mist, taking forms of familiar shapes, of his mother, his father, and of countless silhouetted relatives he hadn't seen or thought about in ages. All around, they faced away from him. There, but not. Bart worked hard to ignore the visions. He told himself they were fake, just like this place. The vision increased in numbers. Now, there were relatives of relatives silhouetted all around, and now they were talking audibly amongst one another, mentioning Bart's name every once in a while. Still, Bart attempted to keep them out of his ears. As he continued his aimless walk, the visions built and built. They all stayed clear of Bart's immediate direction ahead, giving him an opportunity to ignore. Until one vision stood in the way. Bart stopped his walk, irritated. The silhouette of a boy would not move, and there was no way around it. Bart's blood boiled. The next moment, the vision of the boy began to walk in and around Bart, as if he weren't there. It went around, tapping on the shoulders of other visions. Not one answered. It began to speak, in Bart's voice. Suddenly, Bart was watching the vision of himself walking around, trying to speak and not being spoken to. The vision didn't stop, but Bart's heart did. His face remained blank as he stared forward into himself and everyone who didn't listen. He'd just a bit ago gone through hell, but this permeated his mind more than ever. He couldn't bring himself to it. He couldn't. He was at the edge, and just before he fell, they weren't there. Bart was still adversely critical of the ominous voice, which made him angry that he was glad to hear her. Momentarily out of his manic phase, he realigned his thoughts towards his animosity with the voice. "'You know nothing about me!' he exclaimed, through the beginning of a tear. Bart covered his eyes in embarrassment, not knowing what he was hiding from. "'You know nothing about my life! You know nothing about my past! What gives you right to torture me like this?' "'But I do.' As she spoke, the visions disappeared. Soon, they were replaced by similar visions. These were positive. The new visions showed images of Bart's family reunions, where everyone laughed and played along to songs and games. The dreary figure of Bart reappeared, this time joyfully joining each vision from one to the next. This put a smile on Bart's face. He tried hard to hide it. They helped in many ways you do not understand the voice said smoothly, as the happier images played out before Bart. Without them, we'd be nowhere. Who was we? Bart questioned that. You needed time to understand, the voice stated, as Bart began to question himself as well. 
and you never got that. They never gave you the chance, but you never gave yourself the chance either, did you? Bart felt strangely relaxed by this. He knew he was meant to be angry, though. I never reacted in time. I should have taken notice. But you still can. Bart looked behind himself, hoping to catch a glimpse of the voice. There was nothing there. He put a foot in front of the other, walking once again aimlessly. Yet somehow he felt he had a direction. I have so much more to show you, the voice reappeared after several minutes of Bart's listless walk. That statement set Bart aback. Only his sister had ever said that to him.